Sports Card Podcast, where we tackle the hobby's hottest topics in depth to help you navigate the sports card landscape and enjoy the hobby we all love. Here's your host, John Newman. Today's show is a question I get asked a lot as someone who buys and sells and, and does, you know, creative uh, content creation. I get asked, you know, how would you label yourself? And so I'm going to address that uh, during this Hobby Quick Hits. But before we do that, let's hear from our great sponsor, Mojo Breaks. Hey folks, wanted to tell you about the best place to get some of your sealed sports card wax products. Great selection and some of the lowest prices on the web. MojoBreakShop.com is that place. Whether it's a box or a whole case, they're your guys. And they ship around the world right to your door. The Mojo Break name is one of the most trusted in the hobby. From sports cards to Pokemon, their selection can't be beat. They offer daily deals and pre-orders. Who won first place at this year's Topps Rip Party? None other than Mojo Break. Their prices are already great, but here's a way to save even more money. Use the code QUICKHITS, that's Q-U-I-C-K-H-I-T-S, for 10% off anything on MojoBreakShop.com. They also have a full-service card shop in Santa Clara, California, so if you're in the area, stop by. They're open seven days a week, so check them out at MojoBreakShop.com. All right, welcome to another edition of Hobby Quick Hits. So I get asked questions almost every day, if not every day, one to three, or sometimes more, depending on the day. And sometimes I use that question for Sports Car Nation, the longer podcast in the um, Newman uh, Ramblings uh, section. And, and then other times I get a question like today where I have a longer answer or I really look at the question and say, you know what? That's going to be a Hobby Quick Hits episode. And today is one of those days. And the question, I I get asked actually multiple times. So I can't really even credit one person asking this question. I've been asked uh, multiple times. And it's a good question. And sometimes, you know, I think I know the answer straight out. And other times, I don't, you know, as far as, you know, literal answer. And so the question I get asked is, you know, a lot of times people say, John, you... You talk about maybe stuff you're keeping or your new PC with your, you know, uh, Hall of Fame graded rookies. Uh, but you also talk about sales and doing shows at a, at a young age and having a store at 20. So what are you? You know, what, what do you label yourself as? A dealer, a collector, a flipper? You know, you've talked about... Uh, other times you've you bought something one day and a day or two later you've turned around and resold it. So are you a flipper? And so, you know, made me think. Are you a dealer, flipper, collector? Uh, maybe I'm a, a deal collector or maybe I'm a collect dealer or maybe I'm a collect dealer flipper. I don't, I don't know. I probably would say I'm a dealer who collects uh, some things, you know. So... Again, doing my first show at 15 years old, um, you know, I started as a seven-year-old, and I definitely was a collector at seven years old. And so for eight years, you know, I, I didn't 
sell a card to my recollection. I might have traded with buddies, and uh, I know early on uh, my friends wanted the gum, and I wanted their cards, so I would trade my gum for their cards back when there was gum uh, in those packs. And so, you know, definitely from the age of 7 to 14, uh, I was definitely a straight collector. You know, sometimes when we talk about collectors, there's people who think, like, if you sell... You can't, as a collector, to be a true collector, you can't sell any of your cards. And I, I don't get off at the same stop with that. You can be a collector, so maybe sell your duplicates or sell cards you don't want. I don't think that makes you not a collector. We, we, we like to put labels on people. We like to put people in boxes. And if you know anything about me, uh, uh, you know, my saying is hobby your way, right? There's more than one way to hobby. Uh, choose whatever way makes you hap- makes you happy, uh, allows you to enjoy the hobby. You can change your mind at any time. I did this show a couple weeks ago about be the CEO of your hobby. And so I, I, I'm not a big label guy. I'm not put someone in a box. You know, I, I get it to a certain extent. But you can, you can wear multiple hats, right? You know, I have 40 hats uh, in my office here hanging up. Uh, in a hat rack. Uh, I could wear a new hat every day for 40 days and not wear the same one twice. And I think the hobby is is sort of along those lines too. You can, you know, sell some stuff one day. You can buy some stuff another day. You can trade some stuff another uh, another day. You can put stuff away for years. You can get something on Monday and sell it on Tuesday. And I None of that's wrong as long as it's legal and above board. And so going back to the question, you know, what are you, John, that I get? You know, what, how would you describe your your hobby, you know, as a hobbyist? What are you, dealer, collector, flipper? Um, you know, again, I probably would say, you know, dealer for sure. I pay sales tax. I have a sales tax number. I do shows. And so I definitely have to say, a dealer, but I also keep certain things, and so that makes me a collector. And I think most dealers are collectors in some form or fashion. It's just what level, right? When I had my store back in 92 to 97, one of the problems I talked about is I got attached to certain cards, and they never made it out into the showcases for sale. And so I was probably more of a collector than a dealer slash collector. I was that that was closer to it wasn't fifty fifty, but it was probably closer to seventy thirty sixty forty than it is today. Today, I'm, I think I'm still a dealer collector minus the store. I still make quite a, a decent amount of sales, but I'm attached less to the cards. In other words, one of the reasons I didn't sell a lot of my cards back in my store days is I got sort of attached to them in a weird sort of way, you know. And I just said, I don't want to sell that one. And I didn't put it out. And, you know, why? For for various different goofy reasons, right? Today, in in 2021 here, uh, I don't... I I learned through trial and error not to get attached to these things. Uh, While I love them and have a passion for them, at the end of the day, you know, it's a picture of uh, usually a, a... a male athlete on a car piece of cardboard or chrome and and 
you know, it's fun and it's cool looking and, and awesome it is to own them and have them and look at them. Uh, that's what they are. And if you can get some cold hard cash and a considerable amount for certain sums of these, then I do it and then I consider it even on ones that I may not pull pull off the transaction. And so I've gotten less attached. My, my PC... Uh, barring this new project, which I've started with, with Hall of Fame graded rookie cards, um, which I had a head start, a little bit of a head start on. Uh, besides that, I, I don't PC a ton. You know, some Jackie Robinson stuff and some Mean Joe Green, some Steelers stuff, a little bit of Ranger stuff uh, with rookies. And that's it. Really, everything else is either listed or potentially available to purchase and quite frankly even the stuff that i said is that little pc i have that stuff technically is available everything has a price right you know people say i'll never sell this there is a price that will make anyone sell any particular item Uh, might be very high one it might not even be a realistic one Uh, that may never actually happen uh, which is why that that i might not get sold but everything has a price. Uh, some are just higher uh, than others. So, you know, as I've gotten older, I've I've gotten less attached to the cards. Maybe that just comes with with the age uh, factor. Maybe it just comes with you know realizing the value of a dollar. Maybe more in my thirties and forties than when I was twenty to twenty five, if you will, and. Uh, you know, I've I've sort of pivoted on, on, you know, what I do. So, but I I think I wear different hats. You know, uh, definitely a, a dealer for as a sales uh, tax paying seller. So definitely a dealer uh, since 15 years old. So my 33rd year of being a a licensed, if you will, sales tax collector, dealer, that sort of thing, and I uh, definitely collector. I mean, there are cards, like I said, while every card has a price, I do have what I do have cards in what I call my PC. And those PC cards are not listed on any platforms. You're not going to find them on eBay, on Starstock, on ConC, on Sportlots, uh, or MySlabs, or anywhere else, right? They're, they're my cards. They're not listed. Uh, I'm not looking to sell them. But if someone knows that I have that or, or you know, is here and, and knows I own that card or maybe I've even posted that card as a PC card on my social medias and there comes an offer in that is you know uh, worthy of consideration then even a PC card can be sold and that's why I get off uh, at the exit where you know people the, tr- the purists who say you can't be a true collector if you even consider or sell your cards I, I don't I don't subscribe uh, to that magazine, if you will. Uh, I think you can still be a collector and sell some of your stuff. Uh, I, I don't see the crime and the foul in that. I don't know how that changes the fact that you collect cards. So, you know, a collector, you collect things, right? I collect cards. Some I sell, some I don't list. I'm still a collector. I'm a dealer. I pay sales tax since 15 years old. So I definitely wear that hat. Now, the flipper one... Is probably the, the grayest area, you know. Uh, 
what is a flipper? Do you, you you know you buy it on what day and sell it on what day? What's the difference from a flipper to a dealer, right? As a dealer, even in my card store, I bought cases of cards, right? And they might have got delivered on a Tuesday. And by Thursday or Friday, that whole product was sold out. Did I flip it? I guess. I think I just sold it. So, you know, I, I, I guess flipper has a sort of a, a negative connotation uh, to it from, from people who use it. It's almost like you're not really in the hobby. You're on that weird fringes and you're just in it for dollar signs and uh, you're not a true hobby. You know, we, we like that word true, right? We hear it in sports even. He's a true Yankee. He's a true Dodger. He's a true this. He's a true that. Um, you know, what does that really mean? Who sets those rules? It's such an arbitrary and subjective thing. What makes a true Yankee? Someone who, you know, I, I think you ask two different Yankee fans, you might get two different answers to that question when I hear that. Well, you know, one guy says, a uh, true Yankee comes up through the farm system and is a, you know, a, a drafted by them and then makes the big leagues as a Yankee, right? Uh, someone else will say a true Yankee, you know, believes in the Yankee way, whatever that is, right? All these super, super uh, superlatives. Like, what is it? Isn't anyone who's a current member of the Yankee a, a true Yankee? They're on the Yankees, right? And I'm using them as an example because it's kind of commonplace around here in, in the New York area. To, to use the term true Yankees, right? True collector, true flipper, right? A flipper, what's a flipper? I think anyone that sells is a flipper, right? You have the product and you flip it for sale, uh, most likely for a profit, right? That makes you a flipper, you know? What is the, you know, to be a, those who argue, well, if you, you have to sell it quick. Well, what's the time frame? One day, two days, three days, five days? Where's the line where I'm I'm a I'm a reseller, and not a flipper? Is it between three and four? Who makes those rules up, right? So I'm not a I get where the flippers come from. I'm not naive. I've been in this hobby a long time. I understand a lot of what the people call flippers are, are new folks coming into the hobby, looking to buy something quickly and sell something quickly at a at a higher rate of. of of profit, of ROI. I get it. I, I'm not, you know, saying that flippers aren't necessarily a real thing. But to me, they're just dealers or sellers that are just not willing to hold stuff as long. So I guess that's a little longer to say than than flipper. But, uh, you know, just uh, I think they're, they're resellers who do not want to wait to maximize their profit. They just want to make their profit and on to the next thing and so again i'm not a big fan of labels and so if you ask me you know describe myself like i get so often asked to do you know might be the cop-out answer but i'm a dealer collector and you know as someone who's bought something on monday and sold it on tuesday maybe that even qualifies me as a flipper i may not consider that definition as part of what i do but Someone else might beg to differ. So let me close with this. Uh, I'm a little of everything. Uh, I believe in hobby any way you so choose. Uh, enjoy the hobby. If you want to make a little money, as I do, uh, through the hobby, and you're doing it legally, and you're paying taxes and paying Uncle Sam his cut, 
then you're not hurting no one. You're keeping the economy going. Uh, and, you, you know, hobby your way, as I often and, and say a lot of times. And this, this segment uh, is no different. Hobby your way. Enjoy it uh, any way you so fit. See fit and don't worry about those labels. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to the show. Wanted to give out our social media links where you can follow the show even when you're not listening to it. On Twitter, we are at Hits Hobby, at Hits Hobby, H-I-T-S-H-O-B-B-Y. On Instagram, we are at Hobby Quick Hits Podcast, at Hobby Quick Hits Podcast, all one word. Our website is www.sportscardnation.net. Look for the link to Hobby Quick Hitch. You'll find us there. And you can always text us on our text line, area code 315-491-0239. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.